This is the Feminem Podcast, the official podcast of Feminem, discussing all things femme, a little bit of EM, and everything in between. I'm Jenny Beck Esme, editor in chief of Feminem. I'm very excited to be bringing to the audience the tail end of our Fix 19 content. We have several more exceptional talks to give you on all sorts of interesting topics. So stay tuned over the next several weeks as the end of our Fix 19 content is released. And speaking of Fix, we are just a few weeks away from our virtual Fix 20. We've been hard at work getting two days of workshops and panels ready to bring our community together to do some great CME education and meet everybody and share some ideas. So if you haven't checked that out yet, head over to the website, secure your ticket ASAP. We want to get everyone into their workshops and get everyone excited for this upcoming event. Without any further ado, let me introduce you to our next piece of Fix 19 content from Dr. Mary McLean. This is called The Waiting Room, Our Collegial Physician Obesity Bias Epidemic. Dr. McLean is an assistant program director at St. John's Riverside Hospital for the Emergency Medicine Residency Program in Yonkers, New York. She's interested in med ed, implicit bias, diversity and inclusion, and she in her talk tackles this not often talked about realm of implicit bias, the bias surrounding obesity. I really think you're going to find this interesting. Take a listen. This is a pear. This is a pear like the shape of my body 12 years ago when I weighed twice as much as I do right now. I'm 5'11", so that's, that's a little bit of weight. <laughs> it's a pear like the pear mojito that I ordered 12 years ago at P.F. Chang's. The waiter carded me, and I handed him my ID. But the photo was from my more athletic high school days. So when he took it, he looked, blinked, rubbed his eyes, looked very surprised, looked back and forth between me and my ID, and he said, really? The things I should have said. Yes, jerk, go get me my mojito. <laughs> Back then, emotionally, I felt like shit. I could feel these stares and these stifled laughs when I'd knock something over with my thighs. And I just had this feeling that my weight was being criticized behind my back, and it was. Obesity made me feel embarrassed even ashamed. And physically, I felt terrible no matter what I did. It could be the perfect day, it could be 70 degrees outside after doing yoga, showering, blow drying my hair. Mm -mm. I could not escape that feeling of exhaustion, discomfort. And obesity actually made me feel sick. One 100% of the time. So look, we rarely discuss the topic of obesity. It can be a very taboo topic, especially in the workplace, unless we're counseling one of our patients. Or I'm sure that you all have that one colleague you're picturing in your mind that makes inappropriate jokes, and this is not an off-limits topic, apparently. Physician obesity is extra taboo because we're expected to exemplify perfect health, and in particular, healthy choices. So today I'm talking about obesity bias. 
Physician to physician, collegial obesity bias. But before we get started, I do want to make sure that we all start out on the same page in terms of a couple bias definitions. So explicit bias is that conscious and outward bias that's easily, it's easy to recognize in ourselves and other people, but implicit bias is unconscious. It tends to be subtle and hidden. It's harder to recognize and very hard to study. So I'm gonna warn you now. I'm gonna tell you my main three points of the talk. Number one, physicians with obesity are a unique marginalized group. Number two, physician obesity bias is a real problem. And number three, we are contributing to this problem, even if we don't think so. Now, if you don't think that anything that I just said is true, you're probably not alone out there, but I know that you will keep an open mind because this is fix. And I think I can convince you. So, very first point. Physicians with obesity are a unique marginalized group. Obesity bias itself is very unique for a few reasons. Number one, there's really terrible legal protection against weight-based workplace discrimination. And there's only one state that has a state law against it. Anyone from Michigan? Thank you, thank you. Secondly, obesity bias also isolates its targets from one another because they all grew up in the same fat-shaming culture as everyone. So they end up with many of the same biases as those discriminating against them. Also, society believes that in general, obesity is an individual, personal problem of weak willpower. But obesity rates are 40% in the United States. With numbers that high, this is a multifactorial system problem. Think of it this way. You can buy more than two Twinkies, almost three Twinkies, for the price of one medium pair. So it sounds pretty serious, but does this all really translate to physicians in the workplace? What's the literature on that? Zero research has been published on collegial physician obesity bias. So this year, my research team decided to look into it with a survey. 600 physicians responded, mostly emergency physicians, more women than men, because of course we represent. And today we're giving you a sneak peek at our results. They're the preliminary results, um, and this is the first time we're talking about it in public. 83%. That is how many physician respondents showed implicit anti-obesity bias toward other physicians. Male sex, increased age, and decreased BMI were all associated with increased implicit and explicit anti-obesity bias. And furthermore, Compared with our layperson control population, physicians actually showed more explicit 
professional and collaborative anti-obesity bias. Well, what does that mean, Mary? Essentially, there was a significant percent of our physician respondents who reported decreased intent to collaborate with or seek advice from obese physicians. There was even 14% uh, of physicians that responded and said they would avoid hiring an overweight physician altogether. So that brings us to point number two. Physician obesity bias is a real problem. So look, the word bias itself has a lot of negative connotation, but not all of it is harmful. And in fact, much of it we must use on shift, especially as emergency physicians, much of it is useful. The trick here is differentiating our constructive from our destructive biases. So how is this bias destructive? Well, it's actually harmful for three different groups of people. Of course, physician obesity bias is harmful for the targets of the bias. And when it's layered on top of other types of discrimination, it gets even worse. For example, there are stricter standards for the physical appearance of women than men. And a 2010 study found that among overweight professional women, there was a $19,000 salary loss in comparison with their average weight peers. And a 25-pound weight gain correlated with an annual salary loss of $14,000. Do you realize how many pairs that could buy? I mean, organic pairs from a co-op, just imagine. But in all seriousness, this is a huge problem. Physician obesity bias harms patients as well, because it decreases the size and the diversity of the physician referral pool. Physician referrals are prefer preferentially made to average weight physicians, and this effect is reflected in our study. Physician obesity bias also harms those who are passing this judgment, because they stop collaborating with these valuable individuals. It's really unfortunate. 17% of our physician respondents stated that they don't like overweight physicians. And 15% stated that obese physicians make them uncomfortable. There was even a small but significant percent of physician respondents that believed obese physicians are not as bright as average weight physicians. So that brings us to our third and final point. We are causing this problem even if we don't think so. Most of us are implicitly biased. Remember that 83% of physician respondents showed implicit collegial anti-obesity bias. But just because we have these implicit biases, does that really translate to explicit views and practices? There is a group of psychology scholars that believes, in general, implicit bias research is a moot point because it doesn't necessarily translate to explicit views and actions. But in our study, we found direct positive 
significant correlation between implicit bias and explicit destructive views and practices, only a few of which I've mentioned already today. There are many more. So what I said today is very important. I really want to recap with just one line. Physicians with obesity are a unique marginalized group. Physician obesity bias is a real problem, and most of us do contribute to this problem, even if we don't think so. So how can we include everyone in our raft of bitches? How can we fix this? <laughs> Feminem Tweets is posting on Twitter about a very quick and actually fun survey that will show you where you fall on the bias spectrum, and also about two articles that are well worth your time to read. And that is a really great start. Until submitting this talk proposal back in December, I had only told a handful of people about my own obesity struggle. And one mentor of mine asked me the poignant question, what made you feel that you needed to keep it a secret for 12 years? And the answer to that took me a long time to figure out for myself, but I think I actually have it now. We're unkind to each other. Now I hear all the negative comments and the jokes from my colleagues because they don't know my history. I wanted to be considered part of the collaborative team and to be accepted just the same as everyone else, but I always suspected that my obesity history could even be an obstacle to that. And now we know obesity is an obstacle for physicians in this way. So it's time for me, for us, to talk about this because we might actually be able to turn it around and make a difference. I have been obese, and I am a physician, but I have never been both at the same time, and I try to imagine what that would be like, but there is no way I could know. But what I do know, to quote a prominent psychologist, is that we all need to do our best with the body that we have and leave everyone else's alone. And also, just don't go to P.F. Chang's. It's an awful restaurant anyway. <laughs> <laughs>